Welcome to Mind Over Matter with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. I share stories of insight, personal experience, ways in which I and others have overcome obstacles, and the importance of perseverance. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am thrilled to have you here on my podcast, tuning in weekly as I share two episodes with you. My goal through this podcast is to inspire and empower as well as motivate you to move forward in life. I also provide one-on-one coaching, so if that's something you're interested in, listen all the way to the end for ways to connect with me. Welcome to episode number 169. This week, we're talking about the magic in manifesting. Welcome to this week's podcast interview. I brought on Neil Metta. Neil, welcome. Thank you for having me. I feel privileged. You actually live in, I think, Phoenix, right? Yes. Okay. I, I you Scottsdale, Arizona. At the time that we're recording this, you're in India, so you jumped through some hoops to make the call today, and I really appreciate that. Anytime for you. So please give the listeners a little background. Where do you live or from, and then what do you do? Yeah, I'm originally from India, as you just mentioned. Uh, I'm here uh, on a vacation at the moment. Uh, I currently live in Scottsdale, Arizona. And, you know, I for living, I do multiple different things. I love outdoors, especially Arizona has great things to offer, such as hiking, you know, uh, skydiving, and uh, a lot of other fun activities. And uh, to make a living, I do different things. One of the things is I'm, uh, I'm, my major is biomedical, so I'm in the healthcare industry. And also along, along those lines, I have a car business, an auto business, where I assist people in getting the car of their choice or the dreams at the lowest price. So I'll definitely talk a little bit further about both the things and how it got intertwined in my life. But... You know, this is in a nutshell. Yes. Well, and something we covered previously, obviously I love talking about mindset and manifesting and, you know, thoughts become things. And maybe can you give a little background, especially kind of having that Indian culture and, you know, being there right now, but tell us more about manifesting and something you shared with me. It's the confidence to have to ask for what you want. Yes, definitely. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. You know, I grew up in India. I did my undergraduate education in bioinformatics. And then at that time, I was deciding what I really want to do with my life. When I had already like two job offers and I didn't know whether I wanted to pursue it or wanted to travel around the world or to go for my master's education. So at that time, I applied to Arizona State University to pursue my graduate education in biomedical informatics at the time. And then, you know, I started, uh, you know, as an academic student, I started researching, I started uh, with an intent to advance science and to, you know, improve the world at large. And I stumbled across something what at the time I, I heard for the very first time, it was called entrepreneurship startup, you know, And that was quite fascinating. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not a business guy. I'm just a geek, you know, uh, in the college doing academia. And that's what I want to pursue. But at the time, you know, our faculty mentioned, 
there'll be free food. And I was like, yes, I'm a graduate student. I'm hungry. Let me go there and check it out. <laughs> and at that time, I started learning about, you know, marketing 101, business 101. Uh, I was very fortunate. I got connected with different executives. And I started like envisioning, you know, what can I do of what I'm studying in my labs? And how can I bring that to the people who are actually need that solution or need that service of what we are doing as research in the in the academia in the academic settings and i started doing more research started learning more about those things and i made it possible you know started with a student project got a small team together failed first time failed the second time but on the third attempt we really formed a team grew to 20 plus members, you know, raised some venture capital, got some initial traction, proved our product, our application with different doctors, including the Mayo Clinic. And now it's in the final phase of research and development. So just having that concept of believing or thinking about what what else is possible or what, what can I bring in my life to make to make it happen. And that's where of like conceiving, believing, and manifestation comes into the play. Another fun uh, event which I would like to share is, and I did share this on my Facebook timeline, I'll be happy to link it or to provide it in the notes, is that, you know, me and a couple of my friends went to Vegas you know, to celebrate the weekend. And, you know, I have a pretty great interest in the EDM, which is the electronic dance music. Uh, so do my friends. And there were there was one of the very famous DJ chain smokers who were going to perform that night. And I had no idea of what to do, how to get the tickets, whatsoever. But I had just that one inclination. I want to be there. I want to see them and I'll make it possible. Long story short, we got into the VIP section and got backstage, got a photo op with both the guys of Chainsmokers and made it a night. And so at that moment, when we were walking out of the club, I was like, you know, your access is determined by the mindset. That means I was just thinking, you know, I need to be, I want to be there. And I'll make it possible. And I don't know how. And it just like turned into that, you know, manifestation. And then, you know, we all call it like the universe will support you. And that's what happened. We didn't have to pay. I got lucky that I got in. And, you know, I can share all the tactics and tips down the road. But that's the bigger vision. If you envision something, if you believe that you want to be there, your mindset can feel it, then we can achieve it. And what I hear you saying, and I mean, I can give dozens of examples of manifesting things, kind of like your experience. That the, the easiest way for me to verbalize it to people is you have to have a clear desire, know exactly what you want, and then you expect to receive it. And you let go of all the hows, because I think most people get so stuck on how, when, where, who, what, they get stuck in, in the process and we, you don't let go of the process, right? 
Exactly, exactly. You know, and uh, to add on to this, I will say that it's all about seeing your life or seeing those events as glass half empty or half full. You know, at that time with my friends in Las Vegas, if I would have thought, ah, oh, damn, you know, we didn't buy the ticket, it's sold out. Oh, damn, you know, I don't know how to get in the club. Oh, damn, I didn't know anyone over there who can get me in to see Chainsmokers. Then I'm constantly thinking and sharing those energy, which is leading to something which is negative or not happening or not feasible or not making it possible. Rather, you need to have what exactly you said, have a clear vision, have a clear desire to be there or to reach there or to serve to people or to do whatever your calling or passion is about. And then everything leading to that will fall into the place. You know, your body will hit you up. Your best friend from high school will give you a call out of nowhere and Lo and behold, that's exactly what you need at that time. And things will conspire and you will be inspired. And, you know, something the magic I, will happen. Yes, I have a couple questions for you. Um, yes. The first one is, you know, you know the saying, the sky is the limit. And I saw actually a meme of this today on Instagram, which I, perfect timing, right? I don't believe in um, coincidences at all. But so the sky is not the limit. Your beliefs are. And that was so like, aha, because yeah, so many people are stuck and living habitually in their limited beliefs. So what advice do you give to, because you talked about energy and I understand energy and vibration and negative thought because what you focus on expands. So what suggestions or advice do you give somebody to let go of resistance and their limited thinking? That's, that's a very important thing which happens to each and everyone, including, you know, both of us and the big shots like Mark Cuban, Warren Buffett, you know, Bill Gates. I'll just start with an example, which is a true, which has happened in my life that, you know, again, going back to the grassroots, I was born and raised in India, so I have an accent. And when I moved to the States, I saw the people were speaking completely differently. Of course, they were talking in English and I can communicate, I can understand what they are saying, but, you know, the dialect, the way they speak, the way I was speaking back then. And I realized that, dude, you don't belong here, you know? And I was just like, I started getting a limiting belief, you know, this is not, this is, this is not where I belong. What will I do here? Why am I here, you know? I have an accent, people will make fun of me, things like that. And back then, if you would have asked me, Neil, you have to go on, on the stage and talk to 200 people at, at once. And I was like, are you kidding me? I would rather be like backstage, sitting on a chair at a corner with my laptop and doing my work. And that's how I was as an academic student, you know, when I came to the university. But then I realized, you know, there are people who come from different parts of the world. And I met a couple of my friends who were international from other countries like European, you know, Asian, you know, African, uh, uh, you know, from South America and so on. And the only one thing which I saw, which was common in all of them, that they were proud from where they came from. 
And somewhere along this journey, I forgot that, you know, I have to be proud of who I am rather than trying to just change completely of who I am to where I was. That's essential, but not at the point where you completely let go of your belief and you completely let go of your confidence. And that was a breakthrough moment, which happened after a couple of iterations. And, you know, since then, I had an you know, ambition, a passion to speak, to speak on stages, not to be confident or not to show how great I am, but to sh share the message of what other people can take in their life, like just the two cents so that they can make their life easier, smarter and better, mainly in healthcare because that's my domain area of expertise. And, you know, three years down the line, I have now given keynote presentations, I spoke on different stages, I've been on panels, and touch wood, I just got accepted to be a TEDx speaker this fall, 2019. So I crushed my entire limiting belief, and I'm sharing this not to show how great I am. I'm sharing this that, guys, as a part of like giving something back to you, if you are listening to this while driving to your work or to while going to the school or, you know, being at home or having dinner, that any limiting belief you have, just reflect on it, give it a thought and say, 10 other people will have it. The, it's not just for you. Other people will have it and figure out how to overcome this because life is too short to just stay in your mind and not express of what you want to do, be it like speaking, be it like performing, be it like showcasing or, you know, going out and pursuing other activities. If you don't like the, like the job, change it. If you, you know, spend time with your family, whatever limiting belief you have, you can overcome because everyone at one point in their lifetime have overcome and I'm confident that you can too. Well, limiting beliefs, I think that's a whole nother topic we could talk about for days. And I think some common ones, let's say in the big areas of life, limiting beliefs, a lot of people have limiting beliefs around money. However, to manifest a dollar or a million dollars is the same, right? You just have to get on the frequency, the clarity, and then the belief that you will receive it. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about where you are focused on. You know, if you are focused on hey, I don't have money, I don't have money to pay bills, I don't have money to do this, I don't have money to do this, you know, my life sucks, or, you know, I got a fight with my parents, or whatever it may be, it will just be with you for the rest of that time or for the rest of that life cycle. But if you overcome that and say, hey, I'm grateful, you know, even if I have like $20, Go out and do something so that you can make $30. If you have $1,000, invest so that the money will grow while you sleep. And that's how you grow your money. You amplify your money. You take risk and you will get reward. Or if not, it will be a failure. But you will learn some lessons which will be very applicable in your next phase of your life. And so, you know, that's how you can overcome some of the limiting beliefs, especially around money, which you mentioned. And there are tons and tons of them. Well, and then if we want to speak more general terms, people have limiting beliefs around relationships. They're hard to come by. There's no good people left. They have limiting beliefs around work. You know, I have to do this nine to five to get by. 
um, limiting beliefs that, well, yeah, travel would be nice, but I can't do that. So as maybe a general blanket statement of these limiting negative beliefs, what advice do you give to kind of get out of that and step into a thought system to create what they want? That's a very deep and a very important question which you asked. So I don't know, like everyone has a different way of going about it. The way I go about it at any time when I'm stuck in a, in a day-to-day life cycle or when I feel that there is no, nothing more beyond what I've achieved or beyond what I'm doing or I feel that this is it, why am I here or this, this sucks essentially. I always go back and reflect on one thing. You know, I come from a country which is India. It's one of the fastest developing countries in the world, the second most populated country in the world. And what happens is, what happens is, you know, there are people who live at the poverty line or even below the poverty line. And I just imagine someone like that person who even doesn't have enough money or family who can feed him or her twice a day. And then when we reflect on our challenges or our problems, those are what I call it first world problems. That means the problems what we encounter are not the problems of the basic necessities of our life, like food, water, and shelter. There are people who even don't have those and still have that energy and enthusiasm and some spark in their life to live and to go on beyond what they have or beyond what they even don't possess anything. And so just when I reflect that and come back to the present and see, I'm an educated man. I live in a great family. I'm doing this business. I have great friends, apart from one or two, who doesn't like me or who I don't like them. And in relationships, you have ups and downs. It comes back to what I call perspective. Because when you see that perspective, that you have so much more than a person who even doesn't have the energy or the money or the family who can feed them twice, but they're still living and they're still moving forward. What's there to complain in your life? Rather, figure out an amicable solution to solve those challenges with each other or with your family or with your siblings or with your significant other or with your boss at work or with your someone who you are delegating the work, let's say if you're a manager or if you have a business, your business partner, anything, but that's doable. And let's say if you don't like it and there's no solution out, step back, pause, reflect, change direction and move on. Because if you keep thinking about this or if you keep just keep that things in mind, that small thing which was creating discomfort and which was a challenge or the problem for you will just keep growing. It's like a cancer. It just keeps growing in your body, in your mind. And then it will create that unhealthy approach or that unhealthy mindset in you, which will be completely negative or which will be completely shut down. That means if some 
if your friend will say hey let's go watch this movie you will be like no leave it i just want to go to bed and go to sleep or if someone says hey you know this is a really good food no i don't like it you know i'm good with my own daily mundane like lifestyle so allow not to grow that it has happened with me in my life where i was like you know i have everything but i don't have one thing why you know what did i do wrong why did i get this you know I, like i'm i mean my like late 20s you know i should have this and i should have that this guy had have it this girl has it why not me but when you start comparing and when you start comparing apple to oranges there's nothing more but to be sad and to be unhappy rather see what you have and then take it and do the most what you can so what i'm gathering from all of that is that the keys is to become present have gratitude and change your perspective yes yes okay. yeah okay so then question for you let's say somebody is kind of they they are present and they they express that gratitude maybe in their morning routine or or I do it every night before I go to bed and and their perspective they're very self-aware their EQ is high so if somebody is kind of in that stage still not quite manifesting things they want what advice do you have a system or a process a a thought pattern to bring those desires into reality That's a great question I would say that you know I only encountered that once when I'm present when I'm self aware when you know I'm in that emotional and logical mindset especially in after waking up every morning I am at the best of who I can be and I always do the most complex task and that's how I start my day but even if even if at that time I feel like bogged down or I'm not feeling energetic or i'm like why you know i want something to stop what i do is i break my routine so either i'll take a break from what i'm doing maybe for an hour or maybe for 2 hours if needed an entire day and completely step away from your smartphone it's difficult what i'm saying it's difficult because i make my living from smartphone and i'm like constantly plugged in with my social media because i'm always connecting commenting chatting with my friends with my followers you know checking my emails but at some point in time when i feel that i really need the break i step away and you know the only thing what i keep in mind is if it is very urgent or if someone needs me so badly they will call me so all i do is i keep my phone on only when if a call will come i turn off every other notifications and trust me it gives you that mental clarity and peace during those moments where you will re-energize the body internally mainly you know that's where all your energy comes into the play your energy like our energy is more powerful internally than the physical strength you know like going to the gym is great but if you're not internally strong you will not be able to you know take the next step of like um manifested manifesting your goals or making a change in your life so taking those breaks and the second biggest thing i would say which is more business 
logic is talk to someone who has already achieved of what you want to manifest or what you where you want to go for example let's say if i want to become a successful executive and run a million dollar business every year there is no point of me talking to a college student and spending 5 hours every day chit chatting about world about politics about school about relationships it will not do any justice to me but i should rather figure out a way to connect with an executive preferably in the same industry in which you are or which you want to be and talk to him or her and ask them how they reached there you know take them out for lunch you know spend 40 bucks on the lunch that's the biggest investment which you can do in your life because even if you ask a busy executive with a proper logical statement and a clear objective that why you want to meet them they will be happy to meet with you you know i spend like 40 bucks like that so many times where i take amazing amazing individuals who have achieved great successes and take them out for pure lunch and i tell them lunch is on me and then even before i ask them any of my questions they will start telling me the answers i don't know how but it just it's just that magic and boom after two hours i'm like yes this is exactly what i wanted i go back to my drawing board or go back to my laptop and start working towards that and even before i know it i achieved that goal Something else I want to be sure that we touch on regarding manifesting is this whole efforting versus allowing because I feel especially in the US culture that we are conditioned, you know, you got to hustle and grind to get the things you want. You want to get ahead, you want to get money, you want to you you have to work hard. So, can you talk about that whole grind mentality versus alignment and allowing? I think that uh, it needs a combination of both. I know that you know sometimes you have to just sit back and see and watch it happen so that it can be aligned with where you are or where you have to be. But unless you don't have that determination or the willingness to actually achieve and manifest what you're dreaming or what your goal is all about then it's not possible so what i call this is that 90% efforts that means 90% is in your hand okay you are in the driver seat you have to take and you know push your life push your destiny you have to go towards your destiny but 10% is all about timing gratitudeness blessings and what i call something luck why is because it falls back to what you said aligning allowing you know making it you know just having it so that for example i would call it let's say if you want to become the blockchain pioneer and dominate the marketplace you are too late in the game so even if i put in 90% of of my efforts every single day working on creating blockchain platforms i'm late because there are people there are companies who have already built that so and that's why that 10% plays a big factor of what i call the timing in business or in creating your you know coaching business or, or the industry business and then the second part is 
let's say if I come up with a great idea today and I'm executing, but if there is no proper direction or guidance or a blessing or, you know, that great gratitudeness in, in me or in the people who I'm working with me, then, you know, it, it's just like spinning your own wheels, which will not go anywhere. It, it goes back to what you mentioned, you know, if, if people just have the mindset of like, I j- I'll just keep grinding, I'll just crank out this like 20 emails every day and I'll become a millionaire. Uh-uh, it won't happen because you, there is no creative juice which is flowing in you or in, in the content or in the create or in the creation which is taking place at that time. So your 90-10 actually reminds me a little bit of, and I've heard it, I don't know if it came from Tony Robbins, but I've heard it from Tony. He talks all about 80-20. So it's 80% life is, this is his version. Life is 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. So I think what I'm just trying to say is the majority of it is the mindset, your your beliefs, your thoughts, your energy, your vibration. The 20% or your 10%. That's the how, the when, the timing. So I think as long as the majority is all what you're saying, kind of the mindset. And I loved your your axis is determined by your mindset. That's a great line. But as long Thank as you. the majority is lined up, then the mechanics or the how will just happen. Yes. Yeah. But in, in order for those mechanics to be lined up, you know, at the end of the day, you have to put in the work. You have to hustle to make sure that those mechanics comes into the play at that given moment. But again, you know, if you are not determined, if you don't believe in it, and if you don't manifest, there will be no mechanics. Yes. Yes. Well, I love this. Neil, I have a couple rapid fire questions for you to wrap up this interview. And the first one I would like to ask is, what is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Yeah, so I'm, I just complete, completed reading one of my very good friend's book. It's called The Connection Effect. And his name is Gordy. It's spelled G-O-R-D-I-E. He just turned 31. And this is his second book. And he's also, uh, an, uh, you know, a published keynote speaker, author, and a presenter. And what he essentially talks in the book is, you know, we are connected with people throughout the days. And how those connections really impact and empower our lives. A must read for everyone. Awesome. I love new books. Um, a, second, a second question I have for you. What is a quote or motto that you live by? Either watch it happen or make it happen. Elon Musk. Okay. Awesome. Um, oh, well, then question on that. What are you currently making happen? Well, I'm currently working on my CCP, which is my car concierge pro business, where I'm assisting people to get their dream cars at the lowest price. I want each and every one of us to manifest the cause of our dream and, you know, like make it possible that you can drive that from the dealership lot by not paying crazy amount of fees or, 
by not paying a lot of interest rate if you are going to finance. And you know, I'm working on those magics to make it possible and keeping the best interest of my clients, my friends, my people in mind, rather than the profit making, you know, <laughs> crazy manufacturing companies and dealerships. So how how that's possible, you know, what are the creative ways through which you can go about and, you know, do that? And, you know, one of the cool things which I'll say is that when people are able to do it, when they book flights and travel all around the world in less than $2,000, why can't you buy the car of your dreams, you know, at 10000 lower price than what is listed on the internet and still have that same car, same feature and be happy. Save that $10,000, put that into your business or invest or donate. But there are multiple ways through which you can really have an efficient use of those of those saved money. Final question for you. What okay. advice would you give your younger self? Be rational. What do you mean by that? So, yes. So about two, two and a half years ago, I was so infatuated with the world of startups with the world of you know hustle and entrepreneurship and everything that I was working 16 to 18 hours a day constantly on my laptop driving all around the valley you know meeting people and just the life on the go I'll just come home crash and wake up you know have a ready to go smoothie and just be out there I completely forgot taking my lunches, taking my dinners and going out with my friends and just focus on one thing. I want to make this a $10 million business by the time in the next five years or by the time I turn 33. And because of that irrationality of just focus on that, you know, you know, just that number you know, making money is important and I encourage everyone to make money. And that's why I always work on for profit business, because when you make profit, you can use that to start other nonprofits, donate or do different things which are creative. But don't be so, so much into it that what happens is you even forget about your doing rational things in your life. Like, you know, having a proper meal, saying hello to your parents, you know. Uh, catching up with your friends on a weekend or, you know, going out on a birthday celebration or taking a moment to watch a simple loving movie with your friends. You know, those internal happiness, that intrinsic moments, which really makes what we call life, I completely let go for two years. And trust me, the results were not positive. Neither on making money, neither on being happy with myself. And that's where I started transforming the way I look or the way I live or the way I want to be five years down the line. And all this self-motivation, you know, manifestation, I got inspired with this culture, you know, started doing yoga twice, three times a week, you know, taking a pause when, 
there are complex problems to solve rather than yeah 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 just let's do this rather than you know just running against the time now i've aligned the time to be with me and that's what i want to teach my younger self if given a second chance I think that's a great story to end on because number one, you gave a perfect example of you spent two years grinding, grinding away, going all in, trying to force, trying to take action and things weren't happening. So although maybe cliche, it's creating that balance in your life and that's why, and maybe it's just semantics, but that's why I'm all about stop so much efforting and get into alignment. Yes, exactly. That's such a good Neil, thank you so much for joining today and and sharing all of your insight. Thank you, Heather, for having me. And I wish you a wonderful day. And thank you so much to all of you for listening to this. And hopefully it was helpful. And go have the best version of yourself. Thank you, guys. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. To connect with me further, you can find me on Facebook, Heather Hakes. I am also on Instagram as heather.hakes. And I even have a YouTube channel. Guess what? Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.